Listen, the words that I speak to you tonight are spiritual and not carnal. I'm not sure exactly how God wants me to go through this tonight because it is it is just so rich and vital that you understand that you take another step out of the realms that you have been in. Maybe, uh, like Pastor was saying, positioning ourselves uh, in line with heaven. And worshiping God is that praise. Praise means to commend. Look, and as I was standing looking at you this morning and looking at you tonight, all that I'm about to read, a lot of you are doing what this uh, definition is. It is to commend God, to applaud. Some of it, you just clap. You have to do something. Or it means to magnify. For the Christian, praise to God is an expression of worship. You just worship and love God, lifting up and glorifying the Lord. It is an expression of humbling ourselves. Others you see and just kind of bowing down before God. It takes in all these realms. He's the center of your attention. All your fiber and very being is upon the Lord with, with a heartfelt expression of love and adoration and thanksgiving. It's worship and praise and adoration. It's positioning yourself to have a touch of heaven and glory. And that's what's been going on here lately. And this is the positioning that God is wanting us to do as a church, as we call New Hope, and as you as individuals, to maybe you who are kind of uh, reserved or not really sure you understand, I pray that you open up your ears and eyes tonight. This is a spiritual thing. Psalm 63, 1, uh, David David said, a psalm of David when he was in the wilderness of Judea, when he was in a lonely place, all alone, a hard time. He said this, O God, Thou art my God. Early will I seek Thee. My soul thirsteth for Thee. My flesh longeth for Thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is. And that's where we are. We've been like in a wilderness in the uh, American church. Wilderness and dry, hardly any moves of God. And when we hear moves of God, they're usually false or fake or man-trumped moves of God. So we can agree with David, we've been in this wilderness, God. And we want a move of God. We're thirsty for a true move of God. And he goes on and tells God, here's what we're thirsty for. And you would have to say amen tonight to see thy power and thy glory, God, so as I have seen thee in the sanctuary. He says, we want to see the power of God move again. We want the glory of God to come in the house of God, that it fills with the presence of God, that we're even afraid to move or talk, maybe. God, we want to see you come back into the house of God. Verse 3, he says, because thy loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise thee. Thus will I bless thee while I live. I will lift up my hands in thy name. This is a spiritual, this is a positioning to receive and maybe to go into the heavenlies with God, to reach a point that you've never been with God before. And it all starts with worship. Worshiping Almighty God. High praise, getting involved in God, brings our spirit into a high apex of intimacy and fellowship with God. 
You forget about your aches and pains and problems when you get caught up in God. And sometimes you can sense it. Maybe you're not really into it, but you can sense it in others. And you, and you just start entering in yourself. And the next thing you know, you're beyond mere singing. You're worshiping Almighty God. It becomes just between you and God as you magnify. And then you become aware of God's spiritual power. And it seems like you're in union finally with Almighty God. That comes from worshiping. That's aligning yourself. Us as a church, this is what we should do. This is what we need to strive to do. To give God an opportunity to move. Praise transports us into the realm of the supernatural. It truly does. We'll see it in the Word of God here in a few minutes. It transports us in the realm of the supernatural into the power of God. You can create a... a, a a certain atmosphere, and then all of a sudden you're starting to believe for things maybe you would never believe before in your life. And you can even sense that as it, the Spirit of God was whipping through as the pastor was preaching this morning. As he was uh, hammering out the Word of God, it produces faith. And you start to believe like you did before you even entered. Creating an atmosphere to let the supernatural power of God do its thing. Psalms 89.15 says, Blessed is the people that know the joyful sound. They shall walk, O Lord, in the light of Thy countenance. Maybe you've never seen that verse or you don't even grab it a little bit. Listen to how it says in the New Living Translation. Happy are those who hear the joyful call to worship. The joyful call to worship and to sing and to praise and to command and to applaud and to magnify. God. Oh, wish to God we would all do that. That that would be the unity that we could have in one service, one service alone. It would be sweet. Hear the joyful call to worship, for they will walk in the light of Your presence, Lord. Psalms 22.3 again. Oh, that, that, oh, Thou that inhabitest the praises of Israel. Listen, if you're in the choir, listen up. This is what we want. This is what I want. Worshippers that will bring the presence of Almighty God that will make the crooked things straight and the deep pits level and the high mountains that are in front of us level. Worshippers with adoration and love in their heart for God. And God will inhabit the praises of His people. In other words, God dwells with those that praise Him. He will dwell. He'll inhabit the praises. Now, to prove that it's a supernatural, all you got to do is think of Paul and Silas. Paul and Silas, okay, they were in the, uh, uh, they lifted up their hearts in praise in the midst of unbelievable trouble, and God moved. Did He not? You remember the story? These aren't fairy tales. This is not Sesame Street. This is real. And it says in Acts 16.22, And there will be people that will rise up against you. If they haven't already, they will. And it says, And a multitude rose up together against them, and the magistrates rent off their clothes and commanded to beat them. And when they had laid many stripes upon them, they were beaten. We always have these things. God will rescue me right now. God might have you get beaten. These folks got beaten with many stripes. They cast them into prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely. 
who, having received such a charge, thrust them into the inner prison, even like lockdown, and made their feet fast in the stocks. It was a depressing atmosphere. And if you study anything with the Word of God, this was like a, a dungeon. This was not like one of our modern jails. It was a dark, damp, stench-ridden place without commodes and potty and all. It was just a horrible place. No comfort of any kind. And at midnight, it says, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. And the prisoners heard them. None of this moment of silence stuff. They heard them at midnight, the darkest time, Paul and Silas in this dungeon, stench, all the groaning and the moaning and the complaining and the filthy cussing and cursing all through the prison, the jail. Here's these two guys in stocks, in stocks, start to sing praises unto God and the prisoners heard them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the fountains, the foundations of the prisons were shaken. Listen, and immediately all the doors were open and everyone's bands were loosed. Praising God in the midnight hour, locked up in some type of circumstance, you get a hold of God and God will open a door to them circumstances. That which has you bound, whether it's a habit, no matter what situation, will just be loose as they just sang and praised God in the midst of a horrible place, beaten, their back bleeding and hurting, sang and praised Almighty God. As they aligned themselves up with who who can do anything and everything, giving praise and adoration and giving Him all the glory that can be given from a mere person. And suddenly, an earthquake happens. Just happens and everything. They're free. They're free. Absolutely free. Praise and worship has a way of opening closed doors. You must do it. I'm telling you, do it. Get alone with God. If you're one of them silly, shyful people, get over it and start praising and worshiping Almighty God. <sighs> Through worship, their hearts were filled with faith. When you start to worship God, you start to believe. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, you start to just praise and worship God and you think, oh my gosh, God's here, God's here. And stuff starts to rise up within you and then you start sensing the presence of God and the peace of God and all you're doing is just worshiping God. Their devotion to worship provided God, listen, for a channel, for a channel for His power to operate in these circumstances. This is what God does. He inhabits the praises of His people. And then God doesn't move. You understand? It's like, you ever see a, a shaft of light come from the sky? It looks so awesome and stuff like, well, you can stand over here and that shaft's coming down over there. God's saying, you've got to position yourself. It's like, well, God's going to do it. He's going to do it. And you, you just don't. you got to position yourself into the presence of God and let God do it. Listen carefully. Praise is a vehicle of faith. Praise is a vehicle of faith which brings us into the presence and the power of God. When you should have no hope, you still praise Him and worship Him and glorify Him, positioning yourself into the presence of God for Him to do suddenly whatever you need. Not just sing a song or three or four. Praise and worship is the gate pass which allows you to enter into the sacredness of God, into the Holy of Holies. 
You need a pass when you go through something that's real important. Whether it's a, whether it's the, uh, well, this is silly. The fair. I get a pass to walk in. You just show the pass and you get to go in. This is your pass to God is, is the worshiping and praising God and you can enter into the Holy of Holies. It's your pass. Praise and worship. Listen, I'm telling you, it's that vehicle of faith. Which brings us in, if you decide tonight, because our altar call is going to be praising and worshiping God. And if you decide to enter in again, I know we've done it before. I don't care. We're going to do it again. This is the house of God. We're supposed to be praising and worshiping Almighty God. But we want to enter into that Holy of Holies and give God an opportunity. We want to learn to set Him free through our praise and worship and adoration of Almighty God. The psalmist writes in Psalms 100, Enter! into His gates with thanksgiving, and into His courts with praise. Be thankful unto Him, and bless His name. Remember again, we tell you this is not about you. It's about Him. Today you should be coming to honor and to praise and to glorify Him. Him. Now listen to this, because we love this Scripture. Matthew 18.20 says, for where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. Good scripture. A gathering in his name simply means that Jesus must be the focus. Not two Christians bumping into each other. Jesus must be the focus, the center of the assembly. He must be the one preached about, sung about, praised and worshipped. He must be in the midst. Jesus, in the midst. Hebrews 2.12 says, I will declare thy name unto my brethren. In the midst of the church will I sing praises unto thee. In the midst of the church you enter in to praise and worship. God responds. His presence responds when we move upon Him with worship. It is. It does. We lift up Jesus Christ through praise and worship. It's like it stirs the Lord for His presence and power to start flowing in the church. Oh, we've been up here many years where we just sing and nothing happens. And sometimes, some, or every once in a while, I'll get a service and I'll say, look, let's just don't sing. Enter in. And every time, we have a sweet time. We have a sweet time. But that's the way you're supposed to enter into His presence. And it'll just, it'll just work. Now look, here's another thing. Second Chronicles 20. This might be New King James, Patrick. A situation that we find ourselves in over and over as Christians. Same here. It happened after this that the people of Moab with the people of Ammon and others with them besides the Ammonites came to battle against Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat would be the Christian guy. Then some came and told Jehoshaphat, saying, listen to these words now, a great multitude is coming against you from beyond the sea. They're coming. And we always have friends that tell us that stuff. They're coming. And I just want to tell you, they're coming for you. So here we find the people of God again in another fix. Like they are throughout the whole Word of God and like you and I are all the time. We're never in the... Um, masses of money people or the masses of crowd or wealth or faint. We're always on the minority. And here they are again. This massive army is coming up. So they're in another fixed, outnumbered as usual, 
and once again facing annihilation. Just like maybe some of you feel tonight. Second Chronicles 2020. New Living Translation. Early the next morning, the army of Judah went out into the wilderness of Tekoa. On the way, Jehoshaphat stopped and said, Listen to me, all you people of Judah and Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, and you will be able to stand firm. Believe in His prophets, and you will succeed. And then he goes on in verse 21, Look at this choir, people, singers, worshipers. After consulting the leaders of the people, the king appointed singers to walk ahead of the army. To walk ahead of the army. Singing to the Lord. Singing to God and praising Him for His holy splendor. You're about to go to war. People are going to die. And God says, appoint me singers to praise me and to glorify me. Don't put them in the midst of the army. Don't put them in the back of the army. And don't leave them in the camp. Put them in the front of the army. Put them in the front. And this is what they sang. Give thanks to the Lord. His faithful love endures forever. Goodness. You get in a situation where you're not quite sure of the outcome because we're always full of doubt. You get in a situation where you're outnumbered. There's no way out. You can't think of a way out. There's no one to bail you out. And all you start doing is start to sing the praises of Almighty God. They're going towards an army that outnumbers them. I don't even know how much it is a huge army. They're marching to their death. And all of a sudden they appoint singers. And they start singing. Singing to God and start praising God and giving God the glory. And then the, maybe the first few army guys start, start singing too. Start praising God and giving Him the glory. The next thing you know, this thing ripples all through the entire army of Israel. And God can take a bunch of little weaklings. And as they praise and worship God, He does something phenomenal with them. Praise and worship is a vehicle of faith for the supernatural. That's why the enemy always wants you to shut up and not worship God, not move a muscle, not even twitch in a worship service. Because you just might catch fire. Seriously. So we just buy the nothing. Looking real fast. I was going to say... If you were, are, or one of these, sorry. But the Presbyterian church, so quiet. So, that's what the enemy wants. He, he takes the spit out of us. Cause we just, we start believing. I mean, it's just one little match, just one little strike. And my gosh, this whole thing could be on fire for God. You have to start aligning yourself. And you can see, I'm going to, I'm aligning myself into the presence of God. And you can sit there like a lump. And, and if you lump very long, you'll leave. I mean, that's just the way it is. This, this stuff will grind you as we fall in love with God and God takes us in the heavenlies and you're left behind. There's nothing for you to do to join us or complain. Line yourself up. So that's what these guys are doing. Listen. And so they're singing and they're giving thanks to the Lord. His faithful love endures forever. They're praising God and they're marching on to war. Verse 22 says, At the moment 
They began to sing and give praise. The Lord caused the armies of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir to start fighting among themselves. For once, it's not the church fighting among themselves, it's the enemy. As the church for once decides to sing and praise and worship and align themselves up with heaven so that the supernatural power can explode at any given moment, then suddenly, suddenly, they just start killing each other. The army, the armies of Moab and Ammon turned against their allies from Mount Seir, killed every one of them. After they had finished off the army of Seir, they turned on each other. Listen to this. Who's threatening you? Who's saying you're dead meat? You're not going to see the sunshine tomorrow morning. Just start praising God. Just start worshiping Almighty God. And let God do the rest. Listen, that's what he, look at this is fantastic. So when the armies of Judah arrived at the lookout point in the wilderness, Understand what that means. They're, they're marching and they come to this point and they're singing and praising and someone's going to say, well, you better go check it out. And so they walk to the lookout and it says what? They see massive dead bodies. God was already there. And they got all these dead bodies of all these enemies that was going to just slice up the church. So when the army of Judah arrived at the lookout point in the wilderness, there were dead bodies lying on the ground for as far as they could see. Think of it. All they did by faith, worship and praise God. They didn't have the might. They didn't have the number. They were going to get slaughtered. And they put the singers and the choir and the worshipers out front. Get a hold of God through singing and praise and adoration. And so there they were. All dead as far as they could see. Not a single one of the enemy had escaped. Not one of them. The last two, you'd think they'd say, hey, we better stop. The last two went, and they both died. It's absolutely amazing. And the people of God are just singing. And you, we, we write off worship. Now look what happened. King Jehoshaphat, Jehoshaphat and his men went out to gather the plunder. You were to be the plunder. You were to be the one gutted. You were to be the one destroyed and annihilated. Now they're out there walking through all the dead bodies, gathering the plunder from that army. They found vast amounts of equipment, clothing, and other valuables, more than they could carry. There was so much plunder that it took them three days just to collect it all. Three days. Gives you an idea how big this army was. And on the fourth day, they gathered in the Valley of Blessing, which got its name that day because the people praised and thanked the Lord there. It is still called the Valley of Blessing today. From certain death, from Death Valley to the Valley of Blessing, and all they did was by faith praise and worship Almighty God. Not just can we just have amazing grace, Tim. No, I mean into it and praising and worshiping as your very life depends on it. And God moved. That's what God wants here. That's the positioning. It's not a certain form or a certain ritual or a certain way. There are many actions involved in praise and worship. There's verbal. 
expression. Just shouting praises to God. There's adoration and thanksgiving. There's singing. There's playing instruments. There's shouting, dancing, lifting, or clapping hands. All forms of worship. But listen to this. But true praise is not going through those motions. You understand what I'm saying? You can tell when someone's just doing it. Or when it's the presence of God on them. Jesus called them hypocrites. He said, when your worship is only an outward show and not from the heart, you might get lined up, you might get caught up in this and proclaim God, or you just might try it, just wing it, because everybody else is. God will know. Matthew 15, 8 says, The people draw nigh unto me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. God knows. Genuine praise to God is a matter of humility. I need you, God. I need you. Sincere devotion to the Lord from within. Oh, help me, Jesus. Help me. It's not a two-step. I heard it said and wrote this down. He eagerly, God, the Lord, He eagerly awaits the fragrance of our affections, desiring to manifest His sweet presence in power in our midst. And you are starting that today. Felt like I was on a threshold of heaven a couple times today. And John lays it straight. The true worshiper shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth, for the Father seeketh such to worship Him. He's seeking those people who will worship Him. When you come down here during worship and stand and praise God, I love it. I love it. I say to you, keep it holy. It's not a stage. I love it when you come down and worship and enter in. Oh my gosh. Praise is an expression of faith. You believe in this God that you cannot see and you cannot touch. It's a declaration of victory. I will praise Him no matter what I see, no matter what I feel like, no matter what the doctor says. I'm going to praise Him. Give Him praise. It declares, your praise declares that we believe God. We believe Him and that God is in control no matter what man says, no matter who gets elected, no matter what the outcome is. In all our circumstances, God be glorified and praised and worshipped. Shame on us when we don't feel like it because things are hard or days bad or whatever. Shame on us. Hebrews 13, 15 says, By Him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to His name. Continually. Not when you feel like, not when your bills are paid, not when you got your money in your pocket. When everything's wrong. Praise Him continually. Line yourself up with the glory and then get into the supernatural with Almighty God. Get caught up in the heavenlies as you praise and worship Almighty God and see what He does. Create that atmosphere between you and God at home alone. Create that right here in here. Bop your little kid on the head. Seriously. Spirit of God moving. Just get a hold of yourself, boy. Seriously, why not? When God's people begin to praise His name, it sends the enemy running. They were in such a tizzy, they started killing him. You understand it, that these guys made a pact, and then they got these dudes from Mount Seir, and they caused them to come along. Well, 
when they just started singing, these t- two guys that made a pact, two companies just turned on them and killed all them. And they're all bloody and sweating. I'm sure blood's all over them. They're going, <sighs> and they looked at each other and started killing each other from praise and worship. The enemy always looks like he has the upper hand. All you got to do is open your mouth in sincerity and honesty. Praise God and give Him glory and honor His name. Do not mess up worship in here. Do not mess it up. Worship God. I challenge you tonight to become a person of praise. Tonight. I'm telling you, you would blow half your problems away just by praising and worship. I don't care if you make a sound. It's it's getting with God, getting caught up in the things of God. You will experience and release a release and a presence of God that you have never felt if you dare to worship and praise His name. <sighs> Glory. Patrick, can you darken this place? Would you please stand? Make it dark for this reason. Because we like to look around. We want to focus on God. That's the only light we got up here is that cross. That cross. I don't want any band members up here. No singers. Got some videos. Words. You can stand there and look at the dumb video. Or you can let it be a channel for you to position yourself into the presence of God and you start to worship God. Now listen to me. Even as you start, enemy might say to you, this is dumb. This is stupid. This is dumb. You continue to sing through that. Sing through that. We want the presence of God in this place. Patrick, these songs are simple. We sing them all the time. Worship God. Worship the Lord. Enter into His courts with praise.